Welcome to Rough Girl Turned Redeemed, a podcast where real, raw, and relevant truths on faith, marriage, and motherhood are discussed. I'm your host, Stephanie Holbrook, just another Rough Girl Turned Redeemed. Let's jump in. Is it is it Jace C or Jace? No, no, just Jace. You got it. Just <laughs> Jace. I love it. There's a whole Facebook Okay, so. That. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, tell our listeners a little bit about you. I know uh, you're a counselor, correct? I am, and a um, Christian coach. I am author and creator of faithandemotions.com. I love helping women find biblical solutions for their everyday emotions because we need help, and I love walking alongside people. I love that. I I need you in my life daily, then, because <laughs> these emotions be everywhere. <laughs> Right? So They're a just a wild what... beast. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I have to remind myself, emotions aren't bad. God gave us emotions. So it's what we do with those emotions. <laughs> it is. It's everything. <laughs> Tell our listeners a little bit about you. I know you said, you know, that you're a counselor, you're a Christian life coach. Um, do you have any children? Yes. So I live in Southern California. Um, my husband never wants to leave, even though I'd love to skip a couple states and <laughs> travel around. And we have now three little ones. Our youngest was born last year. And um, yeah, it's just a wild ride. I work um, with women, but I also um work with a lot of children in a k-12 public setting um and we have about six fur babies um my kids want more but of course it's mom and dad who take care of them so I'm a little hesitant for that (laughs) (laughs) and um funny thing is I really live close to the ocean but I don't like it at all so I I don't know what happened, but we're ocean family residents and I can't stand it. So my husband is the one who takes the kids and I brave it about three times a year. <laughs> what? Girl, you don't like the ocean? Wow. Like, what is it that you don't like about it? I don't know what there is to like about it. Honestly, it's sandy. <laughs> it's windy. It, the water's cold on this side of the States. Um, there, the ocean is just, oh, it's too big for me. I can't trust it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's so funny that you said that because, okay, like I told you before I could come and get on here, I had to get the kids situated and quiet because my babysitter <laughs> is still out. Um, oh, no. and so, yeah, the crud is going around bad right now in Alabama. Um, oh. But so I sit them down and the cartoon that was on, it was about uh, astronaut and, and that kind of stuff. And so uh, something happened to the little shuttle that they were on. And so that the these astronaut kids had to get off the shuttle, go outside the shuttle. And I felt my heart start palpitating because I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. gosh, I cannot imagine going outside 
of a, like uh-uh, out in outer space because that's it's it. So like big. once you if you get yeah. away, like once you get that's it. There ain't no coming back, you know. Yeah. Like at least if you get lost in the ocean, you can kind of have a little <laughs> bit of hope that maybe a passing cruise ship or some coast guard or a helicopter somebody might see you. But if you're in outer space, like it's a done deal. Like you're just you're just yeah. there. <laughs> We're not at the level where we're just sending people to outer space yet. I'm so thankful for that because I'm not I'm not hopping on that. Girl, either. you ain't lying. <laughs> no, um, nope, I'm out. Tap, tap out, tap out. I'm yeah. out. So tell, uh, tell us a little bit about. So on your blog, what 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 is some of the stuff that you kind of write about on your blog? So I write a lot about the conversations I have with women or the journeys that I've been through. Um, life throws some, some dark things our way. It's just a part of living in this sinful world. And so I, I known things that I felt were very unhelpful and I wanted to do the opposite of that. So honestly, I think my blog is a little pointed in my writing. I'm like, no nonsense like girls we gotta we gotta we gotta do this we (laughs) we can't just fluff it up and say like oh we could be happy it's fine like no we have some trenches to walk through and we have some work to do um so I'm like always hoping I'm not you know too sharp but (laughs) I don't want to just let us sit here and, and wade in the muck like let's get out let's get cleaned up let's walk forward um and whenever I have a conversation with a friend or, you know, some, someone who's crossed paths with me, I, I just get stirred up and I, I go on and I, I write about it and I'm like, maybe this was helpful. And, you know, I've had women come back and be like, I want to read that three times. Like, oh my gosh. I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> I didn't want to offend yeah. you. And I think like, I totally agree with that. Like we do, like it is, the culture that we live in, everybody's so afraid of offending somebody, hurting somebody's feelings. Okay. We can't be like that. God is not like that. You know, like, I mean, yes, he, he takes into account, like, you know, our, our finiteness and his infiniteness. But at the same time, it's like, we you can't sugarcoat it. This life no. is hard, but we can't just, you know, like you said, fluff it up and flop around in it. I like bold. I like being... <laughs> blunt and sharp and to the point um I'm like that with my small group of high school girls and yesterday one of them told me she said you're pissing me off and I said well good uncomfortable people move either you move (laughs) the hell out of the way and you let somebody else do the job God has placed on your life or either you move towards God either way you're you're gonna move you're not gonna sit still uncomfortable people do not sit still they don't they don't and I tell me how you (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's totally fine. I just have to remind myself that God, he just did it perfectly and I'm not going to get there. So I have to edge it down like, okay, love covers all, all sins, all little, all little bumps in the road, but I, I need to love people too. Um, but the Bible is offensive. Like I can't skirt around that. That's right. Uh, and I think it was one of my friends just told me that she was listening. Who did she say? She was either listening to Beth Moore or Joyce Myers or, or Kristen mm-hmm. Kay, one of those, you know, one of the, you know, powerful mm-hmm. women in the ministry. But she said, uh, she, how did she say? She said that they said that correction is not rejection, it's protection. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. thought, ooh, that is so true. That is so true. 
It is. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that, like you said, the Bible is offensive because our natural part, like our natural sin nature, we want to do things that are not, you know, in line with God's word. And there's a lot of self-denial. It's a, not, it's a, it's a lot of, of discomfort it because is. it's not easy. We just want to protect ourselves and live in a little comfortable bubble. I know I do. So writing is oh, uncomfortable. Girl, <laughs> That's right. Now, tell me, how did you get to the place where you felt that calling on your life to become a, a Christian coach and a counselor and a writer? Like, where was that? Mo- what, what was that moment where you're just like, hey, I think this is what God is calling me to do. It evolved over a decade to get to the to the writing part. But in the very beginning, I was working with some really difficult teenage boys in a home Um, for my job, first job out of college. And I knew I wanted to work with people. I love people. Um, but I thought, oh my gosh, there are people in the world that are just so broken. They can't get it together. They can't move forward. They, there's, there's almost no hope, but we're not offering any sort of hope here. And I need to go learn more about what hope I can offer. And I want to support God's church because, I know the pastors are getting all of these people coming to them and what are they going to do? Like they have the Bible, but I need some science too. I want to mix. So I went back to school. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So it was, it was a journey and it started there, like just working with some very emotional erupting children and it went into adults and I work with children again now, but um, my heart is really just to serve the church. And that should be the heart of all of us, you know, all of us in the body of Christ, because that's that's the great commandment. You know, that was the the great commandment was to love God and to love others. And the great commission was to go out and tell others, you know, we're not supposed to just be these dead Christians where we take in all this information and we just sit there and and we never put it out. You know, we we never help anybody else. He said, bring in hope, you know. So what did that look like in the beginning? Like, did you counsel any of those boys or or like once you left from there and went to call, like went back to school? I got to counsel one um, because I was the only one who knew how to, how to sign. So I used a little sign language and counseled that, but that was like nothing compared to after I got through my master's program and went back to school again to get some public education credentialing. And then, so I've been to school a lot. I love school. <laughs> um, I, me, I me too, but I, I ain't got no money. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, uh, I, I just started connecting with women again and really letting the Lord use me as he will, because I could create a system. I could create, you know, my ideal, but God says, okay, that's, you're going to go and do that, but that's not exactly how it might work. So you need to let me lead. So I I tried to submit to that and really turned a point in the last two years um, where he was, he was working on me in some dark moments, but through those dark moments and I just fell in love all over again with him um as we hope to do like every day right (laughs) like yeah it's so good it's so good um so 
So that really pushed me forward into this writing arena where I can, I can connect women. My hope is to build a community, um, but also to just service the, the body of Christ and, and stirring them up and saying, you know, we don't have to settle. And also, like, I, I know psychology. I went through psychology programs, multiple <laughs> psychology programs. And all of them had some Christian people in them or they were very Christian based. But regardless of that, like I learned the world, I get the world's way and God, you know, the world doesn't rewrite God's way. Um, God's way is foundational. And that's the, that's where faith and emotion was born. It was out of a need to not only hear the Bible in the midst of a trial, but understand how to apply it and how to really use it. And, and what all this, psychology mumbo jumbo meant in light of being a Christian. Mm. Now, what would you say since you, you know, you're into the, the, the Christian life coaching and counseling and stuff like that, what is a common thread that you see, you know, with a, a lot of ladies and, and, and people that you cancel that they struggle with? Uh, this is where I'm going to get pointed. Uh, <laughs> I feel so sharp saying it, but it's myself too. It's my struggle. Do it. Um, we struggle with focusing on ourselves and we just get lost <laughs> in our feelings and, and uh, oh, like our thoughts. We, we circle through all of our questions because we are wonderfully made and we have this capacity to think about like 19,000 things at once. And we just get lost in that. Like, I think Satan just tempts us to wander in our own thoughts. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. gets us, we get our eyes off of God and we just sink. And I think that's so what is some advice that you give to the ladies and, and I'm assuming some, some of the kids too, that, that you see struggling with that. Mm-hmm. Like, like at, like I'm one of your patients right now. <laughs> I love, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Like my, most of my listeners have heard me say this, but I, I'm just going to say it just in case there's a new listener that hasn't heard this. I love a therapist. I love a counselor. Like, please pick my brain because you learn some stuff. You learn some stuff about you. You learn some stuff about, you know, your tendencies. Um, and, and you can fix it. And that's what I love. Like, fix me. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, you know, I was really looking for a formula because I'm a doer by God's design. Like, I, I knew that you know, I needed to do something. And, you know, that was, I was like, Lord, you got to give me something to do. I know you, you all, all your people want a formula, but you made me a doer. So give me something to do. So a lot of faith and emotions, a lot of my advice every time comes down to like how to specifically change your thoughts or how to specifically manage your emotions. But the main message that I keep coming to again and again, and I feel like a broken record, but it's because we get so distracted. We easily forget it. We need to keep looking to him. We need to keep looking to God. That's where it all starts. There's no guarantee. We learn from Ecclesiastes and Habakkuk that those depressing little books in the Bible that there's no guarantee things are going to work out in life. Like everything's vanity. There's no magical formula we can repeat and get certain results out of it every single time because good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people. But the only thing we can trust at the end of the day 
is to fear God and rejoice in our salvation. Like we, if we do those things, like we're gold. So it starts there. Um, the world offers a lot of solutions and it'll walk you through through them to the point of distracting you because they're all temporarily satisfying and that need for a formula drives that desire for it but at the end of the day they don't yield anything so what lasts a long time and has a lasting impact giving life back to us is God's truth so you know I say it again and again and I'm like guys it really is simple if you are reading God's truth, if you are praying with the Holy Spirit and you are fixing your eyes on God and just fighting that fight, then you're got, you've got the foundation that is solid and you can't be moved from that. And I said earlier, you know, it, we start fixing our eyes on ourselves and we start sinking. And so we got to get back to that. We got to train our mind. You talk about mindfulness, talk about meditation, you talk about gratitude, all of those buzzwords, self-care. Um, I can tell you this week was a rocky week for me. My emotions are crazy this week. And I just found myself spinning in the mud. Oh, this is going wrong. And this, and what am I going to do about that? And oh my goodness. And I was looking at myself and I said, okay, checkpoint. Have I been in his word? Really, yeah. truly. Like, mm-hmm. not just, I, d- I check the box. Have I been yeah. talking to my father? Really, truly. Mm-hmm. Like, not just a carefree, casual, hey, how you doing? Bye. Like, have I come in the presence of God on the throne? I don't know. And then, you know, have I been in community of influencing people that are of his body? And I can tell you that mm. I haven't been to church for three weeks because we've been sick. I haven't been reading my Bible because busy life got ahead of me today, this week. And my prayer life has been a little like drive through. <laughs> yeah. So why Girl, am I expecting any better? I feel that. Yeah, you're so right. You are. You are so right. And, you know, it's funny that you said that because I actually I was thinking about it the other day and, and I was like. Okay, because yesterday, like, I came home yesterday after picking the kids up from school, and I just, I went and got in the bath, and I got in the bed, and I was asleep by 5 o'clock. Like, I didn't cook supper. My husband had to feed everybody, (laughs) and when I woke up at 8, because the kids came in to kiss me goodnight, and I was just like, oh, I am so exhausted. And so this morning in my prayer time and my devotional time, I was thinking about it. I was like, you know how how have I like I had to do it like a self-check okay how mm-hmm. have I been doing here lately mm-hmm. and honest to goodness I'm like how have I not already crashed you know mm-hmm. just with everything that I have going on in my life with my grandpa getting sick with mm-hmm. planning this uh save a life banquet with trying mm-hmm. to write with trying to get my my manuscript trying to keep up with office work trying to keep up with kids got a social going on tonight with the church and then yeah. trying to have a social life on top of all of that yeah. I was like okay I no wonder I'm exhausted. Like I am, I am running myself into the ground. Yeah. But when you said that God 
lets it rain on the just and the unjust. Well, I mean, I'm paraphrasing. You didn't say that exactly, <laughs> but you said God, you know, does for the good and for the evil people. Yeah. But isn't that wonderful that God is such a, and, and I think that for me, like, I think that's why when somebody says, oh, well, I, I'm an atheist. I, I don't believe in God because why is this, this, and this and ha- happened and everything mm. like that? And I'm like, but, you know, like, it's like, but he's your daddy. You know, like, for me, that's yeah. how I, I view it. I'm like, but he's your daddy. Like, he has given you, say they have children. I'm like, he has blessed you with healthy children. There are people who worship him and follow him and serve him faithfully, mm-hmm. and their children are not healthy. Their children mm-hmm. are fighting leukemia. You know, mm-hmm. like, so for me, it's like God is kind and rains blessings down and his love and his grace down, even on those who want nothing to do with him. And yeah, I, like you said, absolutely. like we can get so turned inside to where we just focus in so much on our own problems and our things like that that we don't even see the blessings because we're just looking at all the mess that we have. All so we don't even mess. see the, you know, the pretty stuff that we do have, the miracles that we do have. Mm-hmm. And that's hard work. I like I'm a go to the negative quick. I wouldn't tell anybody on faith and emotions or in my coaching or in my counseling anything that I wouldn't tell myself. But I, so I'm just going to be real. Like it's hard work. This mind is bent on the negative and I need to train it and I need to keep on it. Like, I don't know if you've ever been a marathon runner or or even on a diet, like you have to try and you have to keep trying and it's a lifelong journey. Oh yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And you know, it's so funny that you said that because I've been slacking in that too. (laughs) Cause since we got the crime. We've got the crud. It's like, and I love, I love running. I love working out. Like, I really do. I enjoy it. That's my release. Like, that's Mm. my hobby. But I have not done it in over a week and a half, and I'm feeling it. Like, not just emotionally, but physically, I'm feeling it. Um, But it does. It takes stamina. It sure does. And changes it right back. When you get back to it, you're going to feel it. You're going to be like, wow, I was laughing. (laughs) Yeah, girl. Especially that. The day after that first workout, I'm going to be like, oh, <laughs> I'm so sore. <laughs> yes. Jace, thank you so much for coming on. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? I definitely, I want everybody to go and give you a like and a follow over at Faith and, and Emotions. But is there anything else that you want, you'd like to sh- share with our listeners? You know, I am on Pinterest. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I, you know, I have my my uh, website so you can find me anywhere um i'd love to to friend you to get to know you and uh see what i can walk alongside any of you all um you know what though like we all have limitations each of us and it leaves us searching for more and that's just meant to ultimately drive us to god so regardless of if i can walk alongside you or or who you have to walk alongside you like i just pray that you would be blessed in knowing the benefits of keeping your eyes on God. Oh, yes. Amen. Amen. Now, do you do Christian life coaching over the phone? Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually rolling that out. How do we get in contact with you for that? You know, that's going to roll out in February. And so I'm excited to, to start that service nationwide, worldwide. Um, it's a real exciting journey to just get out there and connect with women who, who need Jesus and a friend. <laughs> can you explain a little bit about what uh, Christian life coaching is? So they yes. can kind of get a taste of what it, what they might be doing in that. 
Yes. So for for everything that Christianity is, like, it involves our whole life. And so when you go to faithandemotions.com, hopefully in February, it'll be bright and pretty and, you know, ready just to wave you down on where to find it. But um, <laughs> it will... It'll be a journey on getting you a master plan of how to really keep your eyes on him in all areas of your life. So we're talking, you know, you're that parent that's just struggling with those little kids or those teenage kids. You're that um, you're that working mama or you're just a woman out there who who's really wanting more out of life. And, you know, you've. T- I've tasted all of the things out there. I've gone through therapy, gone through medication, gone through counseling, gone through all of these things. But Christian coaching is different. And it's it's not for the heavy hitter problems. Like, I'll be able to tell you, you're, you need to go get some real medical help or whatever. But it's for those, it, it's for those needs where you just need someone to be a sounding board, but also direct you and using scripture to do that. Like, I'm not going to mess around with, you know, I really think and feel this way about that. Like, no, I'm going to say, you know, in this Bible, it says this. And so how do we, how do we expect that to look in your life? And what action plan can we make so that you can actually live it out for real? I love that because honestly, there are so many And I know just personally, like, there are so many women that want, they really do, they want to have that Christian friend, but Mm -hmm. they can't find one, you know, or or they feel, they feel intimidated to get into the church to, to, you know, to to build that relationship, especially if they have a, a, like a, you know, a a, a unappealing um, past, right? Any struggle, right? You're like, I struggle with this. But, yes, ouch. <laughs> absolutely. But yes. just to be able to come in and have somebody who no judgment, they're not going to run around and tell your business to everybody. They're not mm-hmm. going to go and tell anybody that you're struggling in your marriage. They're mm-hmm. not going to none of that. And right. to give you biblical sound advice. That is absolutely beautiful, Jace. That is wonderful. And I don't huh. doubt God is going to use you mightily in impacting women's lives for, for his glory, no doubt. I'm thank you excited. so much, Jace. I yes, am so excited. You. We'll definitely have to have you back on and let us know how it goes. Thanks. But um, once again, y'all give her a like and a follow over at Faith and Enduring. And check out her Pinterest, her Twitter, her Instagram, all the things. Thanks so much, Jace. Thanks so much, Stephanie. All right, ladies. That's it for today. Go give Jace a like and a follow on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, all the things. And don't forget to review and subscribe here at Rough Girl Turned Redeemed.